Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket. This podcast in association with TNT Sports, which of course is covering this fantastic India v England Test Series. I'm Simon Hughes. And I'm Simon Mann. And yesterday we sang the Ravi Jadeja song. Today, is it the great escape, Yoz? Well, it is. It should be, shouldn't it? Well, we'll play a bit of that. But uh, I suppose the headline is, Ollie Pope sweeps England out of deep trouble. What a remarkable performance by a guy who looked like he didn't have a bat. He had a toothpick in the first innings. Extraordinary innings. 148 not out. What's it given England in this test match? It's certainly given them some respectability. It's certainly given them some confidence for the rest of the series. And I think you know, that was absolutely vital. 163 for five. It looked like the game was going only one way. It looked like it could finish in three days, which you know, a couple of days ago, it looked like it might finish inside three days. It, was all, it all felt a bit predictable. Well, though, England sort of approached, I think, the second innings at times. You know, they, they really had a go. But then Pope got stuck in with folks, century partnership. And England, well, they're just about alive in the game. Now, you don't win many... Uh, games of cricket, test cricket, uh, from this uh, position. But just think about it the other way around. Imagine if India had done to England what England have done to India today. 126 ahead with four wickets in hand. There'll be a lot of England supporters getting very nervous at, at this stage. So, yeah, there's, perhaps there's a little bit of pressure on India, but you'd ex- still expect them to win the game reasonably comfortably from this position, wouldn't you? Well, you, you would. Obviously, if England get another 50 or 60 runs then you know the lead is close to 200 then you've got a sniff haven't you uh, the problem is england don't have a, a potent bowling attack and obviously the indian batsmen are very familiar and comfortable batting in these conditions and as england have shown today the conditions have got a bit easier so 316 for 6 uh, over the 
uh, the course of what 78 overs or so so England's run rate over four and over and that's been their hallmark I suppose it wasn't basball today but it was very fluent and the key to it really was positive intent without being reckless throughout uh, from the start from the way that Crawley and uh, Duckett batted I, I always thought Duckett was going to be a key man actually because the way he plays those reverse sweeps in particular just throws the bowlers off off their balance and off their usual sort of approach and they have to change their field settings and they have to change where they bowl from they go over and wicket around the wicket and and change the, the, their their approach so Duckett was a sort of disruptor today and obviously Pope was the star but he came in on the back of a, a, another good opening partnership and I mean, he actually, we can assess his innings in a bit more detail, but it's funny, but the first, in the first innings, he just looked clueless. He looked like a man who hadn't batted for, for years, never mind months. But today, he actually played the same way, got away with it slightly early on, and then just continued to play at an innings of great ingenuity, I thought. It wasn't faultless. It wasn't particularly beautiful in many ways, but it was busy, and some of the shots were, were absolutely extraordinary, flicking the ball over his head, over the keeper and down to the boundary. Uh, the, the number of reverse sweeps lost count of. And it, it was just a, a, an innings beautifully um, a, created, really. It was a, it was a real creation on a, on a tricky canvas. Yeah, I think that the point is that there's still plenty there for the bowlers, isn't it? The people say, oh, the pitch went to sleep a bit. It, it has got slower, which makes it a little bit easier for the batters. But there was a lot there still for the spinners. But I, I think, yeah, England is England's positive approach, that reverse sweeping approach, which just looks so risky, worked for them today. For example, Crawley reverse swept Ashwin to get off the mark. Ollie Pope reverse swept his second ball. Ben Duckett was reverse sweeping Ashwin for four. There were so many of those. And it's almost as if India think, well, you can't do this to us in our, on our own patch. You can't reverse sweep and, and get away with it. Well, Pope today, he did reverse sweep a heck of a lot and did get away with it, albeit he was very lucky on 110. Uh, Achi Patel dropping him really should have been taken. It was a high one, two hands. You've got to catch those, really. Uh, you'd be disappointed to see that go down at club level, really. So Pope got away with it. That was 110. He's 148 not out. He's still alive. England are still alive. Uh, yeah, it was a really fascinating day's cricket again. Uh, first day, I thought, was really a, a gripping day's cricket with England trying to come to terms with India's bowling attack. And then Jaiswal playing superbly. And, and today, equally, England just trying to put a bit of pressure back on India. And it worked, 316 for six, 331 runs for nine wickets in the day. What more could a crowd of mm. you know, 28,000 uh, wanted in Hyderabad? Well, probably an innings victory for India, but there's quite a lot of England support there. But it was a, it was a really up and down, sort of gripping day's test cricket. Yeah, and, and it also emphasised the total contrast in the way that both teams play, because you barely ever see Indian players play a reverse sweep, certainly not in... Test cricket, partly I think because they don't actually need to against a, an ordinary spin attack. There's enough balls to hit without trying to be too funky or anything. Uh, but then it's not in their repertoire particularly. They're much more comfortable hitting the ball down the ground, looking to cut the ball. Someone like Kale Rahul, for instance, a classic player, 
uh, who scored 80 odd runs in, in the innings, you know, will look to try, try and cut and he'll look to use his feet to come down the wicket. Occasionally he'll work the ball into gaps uh, on the on the leg side. And I think that was another thing that England did well. Actually, if you, you analyse that Folks and Pope partnership, which resurrected the innings from 163 for five, uh, I think they went 75 balls without a boundary, but lots of singles. Just, uh, I like the way Pope actually uh, used, a bit like we were talking about yesterday, he mainly tried to hit the ball through the offside against the left-arm spinners, going with the, the spin uh, in that sort of inside-out way, curving sort of uh, follow-through to guide or steer the ball through the offside. And uh, it, rather than trying to be, be tempted into working against the spin a couple of times when he did try to work it against the spin, he got a leading edge. So that was a much better way of playing. And folks followed suit. And uh, th- that was a really uh, you know, thriving partnership until folks got a really unfortunate uh, low delivery. And, it, 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 well, I think both of us were, unex- were, were surprised by how well those two played and how many runs they scored. Because 163 for five, you thought that England aren't going to make 200 here and they've made 300, which is a- an absolutely fantastic achievement. Yeah, as I said earlier, it looked game over, didn't it? 163 uh, for five when they lost that fifth wicket. Ben Stokes cleaned up again by Ravi Chandran Ashwin. Lovely piece of bowling. But, but folks, we have seen in the past, he is good against spinners, isn't he? he you know, he, he made his debut in Sri Lanka, scored 100 uh, on his debut. And one of the reasons he didn't play last summer, I think, against Australia, because I think they... F- England feel he's a bit fallible against pace, against the short pitch delivery, but against spin, absolutely fine. I mean, that's not to say there aren't some class pace bowlers out there, and we'll come to that in just a moment, because there was a time when the spinners weren't working for Rohit Sharma, and he could, he could go to pace, and of course he's got Bummer, he's got Siraj, and that uh, worked for him to you know just break England open. I think we should go back to the start of the day. I don't know whether people were watching at the, the start of the day on a sort of early morning on a on a Saturday, but the start of the day, I mean, there was no sort of real indication of what was to come today when India, they pottered along a bit, got extended the lead to 190, and then they lost three for nothing in about 10 balls. And there was, there was quite a, a contentious decision. It was a really difficult one, actually, for the third umpire, Murray Erasmus. Jadeja was batting, Root was bowling. He was struck on the pad. He was given out straight away. The finger went straight up. But then it was hard to tell whether the ball had hit the bat at the same time as it hit the pad, whether it hit the bat before it hit the pad or whether it was pad and then bat. But he'd been given out. So by Erasmus basically was saying, well, look, I, I can't differentiate here. So we'll have to stay with the on-field decision. So then they go to the technology and it was double umpire's call. To me, I, when I first saw it, I thought he's outside the line. But actually it was umpire's call for impact and there was a for, for line, and then it was umpire's call for hitting the stump. So, it, 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 in a way, quite a fortunate uh, dismissal for him. That really went their way, and then Root got a wicket next ball. Bumrah bowled sort of cluelessly. I think he was Root was bowling round the wicket to him, and it pitched and straightened. And I think Bumrah was possibly playing to leave it. You know, it's going across him, and it, it was just a perfect off break from Joe Root. And then Rehan Ahmed bowled at Chipotle with one that kept very low and you thought oh well that's good for England in a way because they they polished off the the tail a couple of spun you know root to Bumra spun and so did Rayan Army's delivery to Achipatel but also kept low as well and you thought well you know good luck with that um you know there's still plenty happening out there but suddenly 
India were like 190 lead, but that, you know it's a daunting target, isn't it? When you're 190 behind, even on a flat pitch, 190 behind on a flat pitch is is a lot of runs. But on a pitch like that, you thought, well, yeah, it's looking like three days, as as we sort of thought a couple of days ago. But <laughs> this game can confound you, can't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And uh, we said yesterday the one thing that that England had to do, obviously apart from polish the the Indian innings off quickly, which they did was to, to get a sound start in the second innings. Obviously, facing the mountain to climb of 190 deficit, you don't need early wickets lost. And I, I think that the way that Crawley and, and Duckett played was really impressive. They didn't uh, succumb to that sort of pressure, the, 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 the scoreboard pressure that, that obviously they might have been tempted to feel. And I, I like the way they play uh, as a, a pair as well. They're very complementary. So... Crawley looking to get down the pitch a bit and drive the ball and hitting some lovely crisp shots down the ground or through the offside. And Duckett much busier looking to get back and cut or sweep, uh, both reverse sweep and conventional sweep, and just absolutely messing around with the field settings. And, you know, the number of times that Duckett hit uh, a fantastic reverse sweep, almost a slog reverse sweep in front of square. And Rohit Sharma determined not to move the field. He only had two men on the offside to Axa Patel bowling left arm spin round the wicket. And he kept, Axa Patel wanted that extra man on the offside as cover for that reverse sweep. And Sharma kept saying, no, 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 we'll keep it as it is, we'll keep it as it is. Uh, that, you know, that's, that creates. An tension in the fielding side when you've got captain and bowler not entirely agreeing, and eventually, after one more of those reverse sweeps that went for four, he did get his man Axa Patel got his man over across onto the offside from square leg, and the next ball Duckett paddled it with a conventional sweep exactly where the field had just been moved from on the leg side. So that was really clever, crafty batting that just upsets a team's strategies. And, you know, it set the, set the ball rolling. Obviously, they didn't manage to get another 50 partnership. You know, they averaged 50 together in 23 innings, Duckett and Crawley. Amazing, isn't it? You, who would have predicted that when they were first called up to open the batting for England? So, you know, it's been a, that, that is one of the most successful pairs of, of opening pairs of, of England I've ever had, actually, uh, over a sort of 20 innings uh, period. And, uh, you know, it, it just helped settle the nerves, that partnership. And then obviously Root didn't last long after both of the, the openers were dismissed. And I suppose we should talk about that because that was an outstanding bit of bowling by, by Jasper Bumrah. He was the bowler of the day, actually, even though it's a spinning pitch. Bumrah, the way he uses reverse swing to draw a batsman across the crease, as he did with Root, making the ball swing away first a couple of times and then ducking a couple back in, and finally pinning him LBW. That was outstanding bowling, and, and something he's done. He's done rude a few times, actually. Um, no disgrace, really, because he's he's a wizard with the ball. He's he's exceptional. Well, I'll come to the root dismissal in just a moment, but also with the Duckett dismissal, it was a good piece of bowling as well, because he he was bowling way, away, way, and he was driven through the offside. It was a lovely 
crisp shot from Duckett. Came right out of the middle of the back. He didn't even try to whack it either. It was just eased through the offside. Beautiful shot. And then Brummer got one to go back into. And Duckett was driving. So big. I mean, it looks a terrible dismissal. I mean, I can imagine Jeffrey Boycott going absolutely ballistic seeing that dis- dismissal. You know, I wouldn't have been playing a shot like that on a pitch like this. Big drive and, and bowls through the gate. But then the root dismissal. Root actually was trying to, well, he was, he was he was batting outside his crease to try to take the LBW out of it. He, his feeling was if he was hit forward or, you know, or hit on the pad, it likely to be going down or going over. We've seen a few of those in this test match, but it was umpire's call, wasn't it? It was an in-duck in umpire's call, just clipping leg stump. And Root looked quite confident about getting away with it. He was sort of smiling. Mind you, he's often smiling out there in the, in the middle, isn't he, trying to put on a, a brave face. But he, he actually, he's batting outside his crease, but he did go back to it. He did take a step back and, and was hit on the pad in umpire's call. Well, it, it, I mean, it looked out, didn't it? I mean, I, 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 would, I raised my finger as well at the same time. I thought that lats out, but it was a you know another marginal. And I mean, a few umpires calls uh, in this test match. Anyway, so yeah, excellent from Jasper Bum. You're right. The, in a way, the bowl of the day, and, that, and that's the thing, isn't it? I was talking about this earlier. When spin's not working, you've got some another suit to go to. You've got pace. And and Bumrah's you know, he's got that quality. Mm. And the, the thing is, it, you you try and look for signs of what he's going to be doing with the ball, but there's no there's no indication at all. And he also covers his hand over the ball as he's running in. So he's got all the tricks. Uh, so it, it's just a, it's a lottery almost sometimes facing him in those conditions. And I, I will just say also one thing. Joe Root, he had a run of bad luck last year with various decisions. But these things do balance out. And I suppose his wicket of Jadeja, which was marginal, went in his favour. And then, unfortunately, the LBW today didn't go in his favour. He'd probably want more things going in his favour as a batter mm. and less things going in his favour as a bowler. But these things do balance out and what goes around comes around. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what the, the, the stats tell us about that. I, mean, I Sometimes people say, oh, it, it all evens out in the end. I, I'm not sure on that. Well, you know, you'd, you'd probably have to go a real deep dive into the stats to, <laughs> to, to have a look at that. Um, just on um, just to wear decisions, actually, one thing that uh, easy to miss today, Ben Duckett on 39, he was actually out LBW and India didn't review it. It was Bumrah. Again, a n- nice nice piece of bowling. Uh yeah, it, it was out, and I think Bumrah wanted to row it, not not convinced. It looks like it was. It looked as though it was might be angling down the leg side, but he was a long way back. And then, of course, they show it on the big screen. It's anguish on Bumrah's face when he sees that because that basically it's a wicket that's got away, isn't it? The umpire's given it not out, so he's made one decision, and then you've got a chance to overturn it, and you you don't go for the the review. It it, it is oh anguish in, inducing, but he made up for it. It wasn't long afterwards that he he castled Duckett, so it didn't didn't take long for him to make amends. So, of course, this series is covered by TNT Sports, uh, and this podcast is in association with them as well. It's the exclusive home of UEFA Champions League, Europa League and Europa Conference League, as well as showing Premier League football and rugby, MotoGP, boxing, UFC, NBA, WWE and almost any other acronym you can think of. Lots of Premiership football and rugby on TNT Sports this week. I'm particularly looking forward to Tottenham against Brentford. Tottenham, my old team, and Brentford, my sort of newer team. I'm not uh, necessarily... You can't have two teams, Yaz. You can't have two teams. You can't. Well, you can. You can sort of have two teams. Well, look, I I, I can, Okay. (laughs) 
Just support all 20 then. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sort of hedging my bets here. Anyway, that matches on Wednesday night. You, you've you been to your, your favourite team last night. How did that go? Bristol City FA Cup match against Notts Forest. What was that like? It was a good game, actually, for a nil-nil. It was a lively game, full house, uh, good atmosphere. Either side could have won it, decent chances. Um, and it's all on the replay. So, yeah, it was an in, in, enjoyable night. Uh, Bristol City overturned West Ham in the last round, looking to take out another... Premier League club. I, I love the FA Cup. There's, there's just something different about it. You can relax a bit more as a supporter getting away from the league. Anyway, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a decent game. But, yeah, tough replay to come. I think you'd probably say um, they've got a better chance of, of winning at Nottingham than England got winning this Test match, I would say. But it, it, they'll, they'll probably be, both be defeats. OK, well, you can watch the India reply on TNT Sports, of course, which you can get on Discovery+. Plus or watch TNT Sports channels on EE, Sky and Virgin Media. Subscription, of course, is required. Age 18 plus, TNCs apply. And on the subject of the digital world, NordVPN is the fastest virtual private network out there. One click and your online privacy is protected and it's an open sesame to a new world of content and opportunity. So, you know, when I was at the World Cup in India, I used NordVPN to watch the Rugby World Cup in France. But also, it's valuable to protect your own identity, Simon, isn't it? Yeah, use it all the time. A VPN, both actually abroad and in the UK, just put your VPN on all the time for all your internet needs, banking, whatever it is. And you can switch your virtual location to access cheaper flights, hotels or other deals wherever you are in the world. To grab our huge discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com AIC, our code will also give you four additional months for free on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so visit nordvpn.com slash AIC to find out more and open the door to a new world of content. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Kevin Peterson was uh, was absolutely waxing lyrical about uh, Johnny Bairstow's batting today uh, because he, he came in with Bumra bowling those reverse swingers and calmly repelled them, staying leg side of the ball, making sure he didn't get his pads in the way, played them very nicely. And he was looking, again, like in the first innings, he was looking in control. Then he was just done by that classic two-card trick from Rabbi Jadeja, bowled one that turned sharply away and beat the edge. And so 
totally understandably, saw the next ball pitching just outside off stump and shouldered arms and it didn't turn at all. It just carried straight on and bowled him off stump. And it was looks a bit silly, that. Especially if you look at it in isolation. What the hell was he doing leaving that? But you have to see the ball before to put it in context. Yeah, absolutely. So so was Jadeja just bowling a ball that went straight on or was it just natural variation? Was he trying to spin that ball or was he, he just spun one sharply? Was he just pushing one through outside off stump? You, you generally try to see the, if there's any difference in the release. I couldn't see anything. Uh, sometimes there is just a subtle change in the, in the seam position perhaps from the bowler but I don't think there was in this case I think it was just one that, that hit a the, the ball that turned hit a, a, a crumblier patch and the ball that didn't turn just hit a slightly firmer patch and just went straight on didn't grip uh, so it, it is just natural variation and unfortunately uh, Bairstow was a victim so that brought in Ben Stokes. What I think is interesting about Ben Stokes in the first innings and in this one as well, we have seen him in the past, haven't we, sort of early on in his innings. I mean, we did it in Pakistan a bit, admittedly on flatter pitches. You know, early on, just coming down the pitch and trying to lar up one into the stand. And sometimes, he, you know, he gets caught. Sometimes he, he gets away with it. But I, I, in this match, and I, and I think noticeably last summer at times as well, he's given himself a chance. And it's something we've talked about, about his batting. He's such a good player that later on he can catch up. And of course he did in the first innings. He was very slow at the start of his first innings and then catched up because he, he caught up because he, can, you know, he has got so many shots. And he was trying to give himself time as well. And also the other thing as well, he was up against Ravi Chandra and Ashwin who's given him so many problems. And you can understand why as well because it's natural, isn't it? The off-break bowler with tricks against the left-hander on a pitch that turns and you know Ben Stokes is playing against Ravi Chandran often in those type of conditions it was the 12th time he's got him out again it was a lovely piece of bowling wasn't it really nice piece of bowling mm, it was a nice piece of bowling I suppose the trouble is that sometimes Stokes can go from one extreme to the other so, uh, he goes from he's in first gear for quite a lot of his innings especially in in spinning conditions and then suddenly he goes to fourth or fifth gear well he was stuck in first gear at, at this particular stage and i think if he'd been a little bit more positive or in a, a more positive mindset he would have drove driven that ball he would look to try and get out Perhaps he would have even looked to get down the wicket to it and drive it because it was pretty much a half volley and he would have got to the pitch of it and driven it. But because he was in a fairly defensive mindset, just getting his innings set, he perhaps didn't quite get out far enough and the ball just evaded the, the edge. And obviously it was a beautiful delivery. It turned a lot, hit the top of off stump, beautiful, you know, classic off spinners dismissal. I just think maybe Stokes was a tiny bit... He will look back at that and go, perhaps I was a bit tentative. Uh, and it, odd, because no one else was in, in the in the innings generally uh, for England. I, I, I mean, Pope, the way he played from the, from the off was exactly the same as in the first innings, where he looked all at sea. I think he got a, got a little bit lucky early on today and then just prospered after that resorting you know I'm sure he was encouraged by the coaching staff and the captain and so on to say play your game play your way be positive and he was and he looked to early on he looked to reverse sweep as in the first innings and this time he, he managed to, to get the get the bat on it and again offering disruption to the bowlers who had to have men behind square on the offside actually it's also interesting isn't it that not one batter has been caught at short leg or silly point it's funny that 
you often think when you come to India, oh yeah, I've got men all around the bat, and they're gonna, I'm going to get caught in the you know bat pad or caught silly point. No batsman seems to worry about that anymore, do they? I think it's very much kind of being detached from their mindset. They just ignore those fielders and they're almost, they seem to be a waste of a, a position because nobody ever seems to look like they're going to get out there. Mm. I think that's because we've got DRS. I mean, I think in the past there were lots of batters caught at silly point in short leg. You hadn't hit the damn thing. I think you know, that's happened a lot. And, and now, of course, you, you, you do see it. And there have been, been a few appeals in this match for for close catches and then you see the replay and, it, and the batter's actually nowhere near it. Actually, there have been players given out in this match uh, that way. Anyway, I'm being slightly facetious, but I think that, you know, there's some, been some... It's, it's very difficult for the umpires, I think, to work yeah, out inside edge onto the pad and then blue. Sometimes it's obvious, but you know, often you get that thing where the bat clips the pad at the same time as the ball hits the pad and there's those two noises and the umpires go on two noises. At least mm. with DRS, you can, you know, you can really most of the time sort that issue out so I think but that your, might be your point about DRS is good as well because it, it, batsmen are more intent on B, A being positive and B getting the bat to the ball mm. and keeping the leg out of the way very distinctive of Pope's innings was the way against the left arm spinners in particular he kept his left leg pretty much on middle and looked to, to reach out and get his bat out in front of his pad. And almost there was sometimes a gap between the bat and the pad, but he looked to try and go use his hands to steer the ball on off stump from the left arm spinners into the offside. So no chances really of, of getting catches caught in the close area, you know, around the bat, because, because he's being quite firm at the ball all the time anyway. But... Uh, actually, his repertoire of reverse sweeps is extraordinary. Towards the end of his innings, he was actually flipping the ball over his own head. But on, but, but not the conventional sort of ramp shots that you might see Joss Butler or somebody playing, but the reverse ramp, flicking over his... sort of ducking his head down and flicking it over the keeper's head. Extraordinary. Mm. Yeah, uh, sensational shots. I mean, it may, may well be. You have to rethink their fielding position. You might have to have a, a, a sort of... A back, a back stop. stop. <laughs> Something like that, or a, or a deep first slip, or something, or you know, something like that to to take the little over the shoulder. Do you remember? Do you remember number? when uh, when Brendan McCullum set the world record for the fastest hundred against Australia? They actually had a man. I remember David Warner was positioned in front of the sight screen behind the wicketkeeper for because McCullum was so good at either slicing or ramping the ball over the keeper's head. They actually had a fielder there. And that, that you could be right. They, it, it might need a bit of uh, over time. It might need a bit of rethinking. And but but I suppose it's important for that fielder to be just on the offside, so that it's yeah. not three men behind the square on the leg side. Actually, because you're not allowed three behind mm. square on the leg side. Obviously, it's also more likely to go on the offside, isn't it? And if you're if, if you're playing that shot, obviously it depends who you're playing it against. But yeah, g generally speaking, it, it's going to go offside well because you're trying to play reverse generally aren't you Pope's highest score in India he didn't make 50 in, in the last series that England played out then I was thinking actually if you if you're going to say at the end of the day's play today an England player is going to be 148 not out of the top six he was probably the least likely candidate to be 148 not out is that is that fair do you think because totally. he's had so, so little cricket and you look at the way he got out in the first innings it just proves why we keep absorbed by this game doesn't it mm. because it's so unpredictable yeah absolutely and okay how unpredictable is it going to be 
on the fourth day in the sense that, you know, you would expect India to win, even though it might be a, a, a tricky chase and they're chasing, well, a lot more than they thought they were going to. In fact, they, at one stage, you think they might win the game by an innings. So England are 126 runs ahead. The new ball is three overs away. You think of Bumrah with that, but also you think of the spinners bowling with a, a harder ball as well. That, that some of the pace has gone out of the pitch. It was a, an old ball by the time England were knocking it around towards the end. And actually, just a, uh, a, a note of commendation for Rayhan Ahmed as well, who, who played, I thought, really well before the close. That was the sort of the, the canniest innings I think he's played for England so far. He's 16 not out from 31 balls. He's, his role is important tomorrow. He just looked to just looked a bit more assured actually less less frantic less frenetic less skittish uh, today so you know he's got a, an important part to play as well so what, yeah what okay what about the the state of the game then 126 runs ahead four wickets left new ball is three overs away it's a fourth day pitch uh do what what percentage chance would you give england in this test match 10 10 percent yeah they've got to get another 100 runs really mm. realistically to, to really pose India a challenge. And even then, I'm not sure that would be enough. But another 70 or 80 runs would keep it interesting. But two things. One is that the second new ball is due, as you say, which will certainly be to the Indian bowler's advantage. And also, they've had a, a night of rest. And they were looking tired by the end. Bumrah actually had a touch of cramp. And a couple of the other bowlers were just looking... A little bit weary, uh, a, a, a night of rest, the ice bath, whatever they do in the Indian dressing room, they'll come out fresh, they'll come out positive. Uh, there's still plenty of help in that pitch. If you if you land it on a length, it's still turning a lot. It'll turn and bounce a bit more with the second new ball. So if England can get another 40 or 50 runs, that they'll be doing well, I reckon. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I sort of sense the innings might come to a swift conclusion it it, it it all depends on Pope really if Pope can stay in and sort of marshal the tail Do you remember he played that brilliant innings against South Africa in Cape Town where he went from being a, a sort of orthodox kind of method to really ingenious towards the end of his innings and managed to get England a, a decent total uh, with the tail so he's quite good at that but he needs someone to stay with him obviously mm. And he's got to start again as well. And you have a huge day, don't you? The adrenaline's you know, flowing through your veins. You're in, and then you've got to come back and start again and do it all the next day. But I think the, I think the key today for England is that they just lifted the sort of spirits of everyone and the confidence in the dressing room that actually playing this way, you can disrupt India's spinners by, by playing in this way. And, you know, it's not worked for the last 10 years, is it? And however many tours uh, they've been on since they, they won the series back in 2012. You know, it's not worked. And, you know, they just look like sitting targets a lot of the time. But in this team is prepared to go out and play a different way. And, you know, it, they'll fall in a heap. And we, we know that. And perhaps to some extent they fell in a heap in the first innings. But this, is, this has shown India that they are there, you know, to be reckoned with. They are there uh, for the fight and I, I think that's probably about as much at this stage as anyone uh, can expect, especially when you consider the, the preparation they've had. And, you know, the, the Pope's... I mean, it's a weird game, isn't it? I mean, Pope has not had an innings in the middle since last summer and he's got 148 not out in the second innings of this test match. It's mad, isn't it? It goes against all the, you know, all that con sort of conventional thinking about, oh, you need, you know, you need to have all this preparation, you need to have four warm-up games. It's, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, it is. Uh, of course, in the end, what will happen probably is 
we know England's batting is pretty good, and they've mm. shown that you know through the last year or two. Uh, even that was out without Harry Brook as well in in the side, and I wonder if he's going to be able to come back at some point. Uh, will he be able to get in the team? <laughs> uh, but it's the bowling that's going to be really likely to let England down. So actually, what England could do tomorrow is when they get the chance, is take a few Indian wickets, and that'll really lift the team. But they need some runs, obviously a few more runs to play with. Anyway, yeah. we'll be back tomorrow to review, the, presumably, the final day's play. Well, if it's not the final day tomorrow, Yoz, we're in for something unbelievable, really, when you, when you think about it. But anyway, we'll see what happens. It's like almost certain to be the, the final day, and it's 90% likely, 85% likely that India will win this Test match. But England today have given them something to think about. And don't forget, you can watch it all on TNT Sports. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.